You're listening to highlights from an episode of The Creative Process. To listen to the full interview or hear more about The Creative Process projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. What you're doing at Guildhall for the museum and the other um, performances and initiatives and the, the educational program is really lovely. And um, what have the arts given you, you know, on a personal level? And as we, we look to the future, what, what do you think of the importance of the arts? Um, well, part of it, I would say from an early point was, you know, has become my life. I, you know, it's the path that I chose to do. It's what I studied. Um, it's what I've always, I've always worked in the arts. I've never worked in, uh, you know, <laughs> anywhere else. I've always worked, uh, you know, within the art community. And I think that's, that's, that's been my life. So for me, uh, it's only enhanced my life. Um, it hasn't made me rich, but, <laughs> but it's, it's made me satisfied with what I do. Uh, happy with my job, happy with, uh, with, with, with the career that I've chosen. And I think that's a very important, um, point. I think many people choose a career and they're not happy in it. I am ha- very happy in my career. Um, art for the future, I think, um, I see it becoming, uh, changing in the sense that becoming definitely more political, that, that there will definitely, or the trend is at least that there there are definitely art making a statement. I think that art should still maintain a beauty or art should be, I love when art has like, it's bifold, but you'll look at something, you'll be attracted to it or you'll be repulsed by it, you'll have an immediate feeling for it, um, but then there'll be a second aha moment where there's something substantial about it. So when you're looking at the water memory, you're looking at it and you're talking about artificial intelligence and you know the, the object itself is very interesting, but the, the thought process behind it is equally as interesting. So you have a second aha moment. Um, I think that art is going to have to always have that now. I think we can't go back to just having pretty pictures. Um, like many uh, people, you know, years ago, you know, whether it's impressionist paintings or whatever, which were, of course, very controversial for their time. But again, um, it, it can no longer just be um, uh, for the visual sense of it. I think it has to have meaning behind it. And I think that there were times where art was just for the visual sense. I don't see that happening anymore. I think that's, that's definitely um, changed. Um, the artist Jane Wilson, who's a landscape artist, I, I didn't know her. I didn't know her work before I came out here. Um, but when I came out here and I saw these magnificent sunsets that she did, and I thought, well, you know, those aren't real colors. But having lived out here, I see that those colors are the colors of our sunsets, and it's it's you know it's magical. And I can never not look at the sunset and think, oh, that's a Jane Wilson sunset, <laughs> you know, because of the pinks and the purples and all those colors that we don't normally associate or people outside of this area don't associate with a, uh, a landscape. Um, so I think our landscape tradition, our abstract expressionists, and I think just our support of the arts in general out here, uh, whether it be the Paula Krasner House or the Robert Wilson Center or what's going to be happening with the church uh, in Sag Harbor and the, the cinema, so many wonderful endeavors that are all working side by side with one another is, is truly wonderful. So from being very, very young, I said I want to work in a museum. And I remember taking art courses at the Metropolitan Museum of Art when I was uh, in high school and uh, loved doing that. 
I then got an internship between college and graduate school because I knew I had studied art history and anthropology as an undergraduate and was going on for my master's in art history. And I uh, had done that internship, did an internships at the Art Commission at City Hall, did an internship at the Brooklyn Museum. So mm -hmm. I had a lot of experience in understanding what the museum world was like, and I really loved it. And I said, you know, this is this is what I want to do with my life. And, you know, having great professors at, at Queens College, Ellen Davis, um, Barbara Lane. There were so many wonderful people who went on to, you know, work at other galleries later and, and do, do lots of things. Robert Pincus Witten, wonderful art critic. Um, so there were a lot of people along the way who um, really influenced me. But I would say the greatest influence is that I loved going, even as a child, loved being in the museum. And I, I would have to say it was the Metropolitan Museum of Art that really uh, was my passion. I just loved it and was delighted to be able to have worked there for five years um, and, um, you know, gained some knowledge and then was able to move on and become a curator and, um, and now museum director and showcase so many wonderful artists and work with so many different artists and share their vision and understanding of what they, what they want to experience when they uh, present their work in a museum. To me, um, it's a great challenge and it's a great reward to be able to do that. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, years ago, you know, we were just, you know, focusing on sort of, you know, the art, you know, the art is a single component. I think as a curator, you may have to think about fundraising and, and raising funds to create, uh, to help pay for part of the exhibition. That was originally when I first was part of the curator. That was not part of our purview. That was just the development department's purview. So there was a different change over, and I think that, that Ann Temkin did talk about that. There's also the reality that we understand that we have to reach out to a wider community, be it um, women, uh, people of color, um, you know, try to get diversity in our programming. And with us, it, it's, it, it's sometimes going to be a little bit more difficult because we have to show artists who live within the area, so it has to, they have to have that connection. Uh, but to try to reach a little further afield so that we're finding other artists, uh, perhaps who don't fit into the regular mold of, you know, that. So, uh, you know, Anne, Anne talked about that as well. Um, how the art world has really broadened. I mean, it's no longer, I mean, now there's art fairs. I mean, that was something that, you know, we didn't have to deal with, you know. Now they want, you know, you're, you're supposed to go to Basel, you're supposed to go to Miami, you're supposed to go to all these different art fairs as well as trying to keep abreast of things. So that changed. I think the relationship between museums and galleries has also, you know, years ago, um, you know, you didn't approach a gallery about helping or assisting or, or working with them in collaboration when you were going to show an art. Now it's de rigueur. Everybody does that. Um, so all of those elements, even though they're subtle, they are changes within the art world. Um, and I think that trying to get diversity in terms of the staff at the institutions, trying to get diversity on our boards, uh, trying to make ourselves more welcoming um, to all, all the constituencies is something that is an important aspect of um, the museum world at this point. We love the idea that we are a welcoming institution. We're not too large, so in one sense, you know, when people come, we can have that personal connection with them, and um, we can, you know, greet people. We had a wonderful panel uh, this weekend, and it was great. Um, it was Eric's panel and Artist Ecosystems, which was fantastic at in collaboration with their project, The Church. But what was wonderful about it is that, you know, we hosted a little reception in the garden, and it was great to have everyone, not everyone, but a large portion of the audience come 
out and, you know, meet and mingle and talk and discuss, you know, further in depth what was happening on the stage in the panel discussion. So we can do that because of our size and our scope. And so that's something that we feel is one of our strengths, not one of our weaknesses being small. Um, sometimes people are like, oh, well, you're a small museum. And it's like, well, we're a small museum, but we do big things. <laughs> and we're excited about that. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.